0: you lord god lord i thank you lord oh i thank you almighty god thank you for the body of christ almighty god thank you lord when i was lost lord god you so fit to save me lord i thank you for almighty god lord i bless your name almighty god i bless you lord Clothing me in my right mind, Lord. Giving me eyes to see, ears to hear, Lord God. Lord, no one carried me in the house of God, Lord. I thank you for this morning, Lord God. I glorify you, almighty God. Oh, I honor you, Lord, this morning, Lord. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for Jesus this morning, Lord God, Lord. We bless your name this morning, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, God, Lord, that you are promised keeper, Lord, God, Lord. Thank you, Lord, God, that you are midnight answering, God, Lord. Thank you that you're never too busy for somebody, God, Lord. I praise you for it, Lord. I give you glory and honor, God, this day, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory Glory to God.
1: Good morning. Good morning. good morning, good morning. Good morning to our guests. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for coming this morning to worship with us. To our online viewers, we thank you. We welcome you and to our Zion Hill family. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. To our guests, this worship with us this morning after service, there's a a, get, a gift this morning to at our welcome center. We thank you. We hope that something be said today. Open up your ears. Your eyes, because be expecting a rhyme of word from God today. Let us go into prayer. Oh, gracious Father God, we just want to say thank you. Lord, we love you. We adore you. We magnify you because it's all about you, Father. Father God, if it's anything that we have said or did, Lord, we ask you to forgive us for the knowing and the unknowing now father god we're just coming today boldly to your throne lord expecting to receive a word from you today father to heal us to deliver us to set us free to mold us to shape us the way you want us to be and not the world father father god we ask you to look down upon the children today god use them in a mighty way lord lord we ask you to enlarge their territory keep evil from them father And, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for our pastor and his wife, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that you are using them for your glory. We ask you, Lord God, to just put a fresh anointing upon them, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And, Lord, most of all, we ask you to just continue to wrap your loving arms and your precious blood around us, Father, your children, Father God, for your kingdom, Lord, mold us and shape us the way you want us to be, Father God, and we just want to say thank you for it. Lord, we seal this prayer with your precious blood, and we're going to give you the highest praise in this hallelujah. In Jesus' name
2: we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Can we lift the Lord hand clap of praise right there? She said amen. Remember that we're celebrating jesus all month this month so we want to continue to do that clap your hands like this everybody as we celebrate the king of kings and lord of lords we love to call his name it's something
3: we cannot explain that happens when we proclaim your great name his great name Oh, 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 it's something I us say We cannot explain That can happens happen. When we proclaim. We, we proclaim Your great, name. Your Come on, great name. name Come on, say Your great, Your great name is King Jesus Come on, say G. No other name God. we oh, love to call, call your name, it's something, it's something we cannot we explain, that happened, God, when we broke, when we broke, your, broke your, your great name. Your great name. power in the name oh there is power in the name of jesus there is power, in name. power in the name of me seen there is power in this in the name of jesus so much power in the name power in power in the name of jesus so much power in the name you don't know say peace. Come on, see! It's time to go!
2: call his name Jesus 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 Jesus
3: There's something about that name Master Savior Jesus like the fragrance yeah, 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 yeah. after the rain we call No. they cry
4: your calendars for December the 31st, the biggest praise party of the year. Will you give that a hand clap? Hallelujah. Pastor has heard from the Lord concerning us for the year 2023 and I am excited to hear just what's in store for us. The, the ceremony will start at six, I'm sorry, 10 o'clock, nine o'clock, the doors will open. We want to see you all there. Invite your family, invite your friends, Invite your enemies. We want to see them blessed. Hallelujah. So just remember, this year our theme is whiteout. So we're asking everyone to wear white. If you do not have white, don't let that deter you. Come out anyway. So December 31st, doors open at 9. The celebration will begin at 10, and it's a whiteout. I hope to see you there.
5: Hallelujah. This is a mighty good day to serve the Lord. Amen? Amen. This is the part of our worship service where we worship God in our giving. Haven't God been good to you? Haven't he been good to you this year? Do you have anything to complain about to God? About his goodness, about his greatness, how he has blessed you, how he has kept you. Am I the only one that's being blessed? God has kept us. He has blessed us. There is no one among us that I know of that's in lack. Amen. Oh, God has been good. We want to bless God this morning and worship him and return him back to him the tithe. Amen. And not only that, we want to give him our very best offering. Amen. God so loved the world that he gave, he gave, he gave his only begotten son, amen? And we want to return back to him because we love him. We love God and we just want to show him how much we love him. And I want to remind you also about the 1925 campaign, that is the campaign that the Lord gave Pastor uh, in an endeavor to raise funds for our youth project. I want to encourage each of you, when you have something extra, give towards the 1925 campaign so that we may be a blessing to our youth in this church and in the community. Amen? So let us lift up our offering to the Lord and have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you, Father God, that you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning with our tithe and with our very best offering. And Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus that you breathe on it, O oh God. That you multiply it. Oh, lift up your offering this morning to the Lord. Lift it up to him. Father, breathe on it. Multiply it blessed, oh God. Oh God, wherever there is a need in each of our lives, Lord God, I thank you that you're meeting every need, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, I pray that no son, no daughter in your household go in lack, oh God. Lord, this morning I pronounce prosperity In the name of Jesus, I pronounce multiplication, additional God, in the name of Jesus, in each of our lives, in every area of our lives. And Lord, we're just going to say thank you this morning. Lord, we thank you that we are blessed to be a blessing, that we are children of God, that we are part of the Abrahamic covenant. And Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: the lord everybody how many people know that jesus lives and we're so glad about it at this time we want to just recognize any guests that we have in the house if you're a guest can you just raise your hand like this any guests in the house amen amen come on and give them a hand of praise any more guests on this side any guests any guests over here okay we have the four here any guests over here any guests any guests we just want to welcome you, welcome you, welcome you. And to our online viewers, go ahead. We want to welcome you as well. If you're guest viewing with us, come on, everybody, let's stand on our feet. We know how we do it, Zion Hill style. And tell somebody hello, good morning to them. Glad to see them this morning at church. Come on, everybody. Oh, tell somebody good morning that you haven't spoken to last week. What a fellowship. What?
3: A joy divine I'm leaning, on the ever. What a blessing there, what a peace in mind I'm leaning, leaning on the ever like sing, oh yes, I'm leaning. Secure from all. Oh. oh, yes, I'm leaning. Oh, I'm leaning. Oh, I'm leaning. Leaning on the yeah, air. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way. I'm leaning. Leaning on the yeah. air. Good morning, oh oh, 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 how bright the path grows from day to day, I'm leaning, good morning, leaning on the everlasting, come on everybody, oh yes, I'm leaning, oh, I'm leaning, I am safer and secure from all. Yes, I'm
6: leaning,
3: oh, I'm leaning, good morning to you, I'm leaning on the everlasting, come on, one more time, everybody, oh, I'm leaning, oh, I'm leaning, I am saved, good morning, and secure from all,
2: On the ever amen you may be seated we're going to hear the announcements go ahead and hear the announcements at this time
7: good morning Zion Hill it's so good to be with you once again before we get into the message this morning here are a few quick announcements <laughs>
2: party of the year, right here, New Year's Eve night, at Zion Hill. Zion Hill's Watch Night Whiteout. be there.
7: In our efforts to make our world a better place, God has given our pastor the vision to build a state-of-the-art youth complex right here at Zion Hill. By simply selling a monthly seed of only $19.25 for one year, we will be able to build a safe and exciting place for young people to hang out, play games, socialize, and come into a saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Please come out and exercise with us. This is good for your mind, body, and spirit. Uh, You are welcome to be with us. We are here every Tuesday, every Thursday. I promise you will enjoy. Everyone needs
2: movement. In order to stay healthy, um, it requires that everyone keep moving and stay healthy. And and I'm just glad to be a part of this uh, exercise group. You
5: really need to exercise. And especially when you sit home, we gain weight fast. So come on out and, and exercise all your bones with us. And not only that, you would have
4: fun doing exercise. Uh, we would like as many people that would like to come from the church to come and join us. We only meet. We meet twice a week on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. We only meet about one hour and uh, we invite everybody to come
1: back here we have we do the ministry of taking care of loved ones while the families attend a service in the sanctuary it's a god-given ministry all we do is take care of their babies make sure that they're fed they're dry they're loved we give them a lesson and we give them a snack or some refreshments and reunite them with their parents when it's all sitting done. so our goal for 2023 is to have a closet to do you know, various sizes, girl and boy clothes, so that if a baby comes in here, that way, the baby does not believe the way you came in. Our hours are from 8 to 9.30, 10 to 11.30 or
7: 11.45. We stay here until the last child is gone. If you are a guest today joining us for the first time, we are so glad that you've decided to worship with us. After service, please stop by our guest center, where we'll have a special gift just for you. If you've been blessed by this ministry, partner with us in spreading the gospel all over the world. This is your opportunity to give unto the Lord and give to this ministry. You can do so by scanning our QR code on the screen or text to give by texting ZH Family followed by the dollar sign to 73256. That's 73256 or... You can go to our website at www.zionhill.com and click on the give tab or simply give through our new church app that's right zion hill has a new app visit us at google play or at the apple app store and search for zion hill church family to download a friendly reminder get ready for our christmas day services We're having services at our regular times at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Attention all parents and Zion Hill youth. Our youth will be traveling to Latham Springs, Texas for a week of worship, fellowship, and Bible teaching at the Wild Week Camp July 9th through the 13th, 2023. Camp registration is $395 per person and a $50 deposit is required. Well, that's it for our morning announcements thank you for tuning in and until next time we'll see you at the top
8: praise the lord Uh, please permit me to add to the announcement two things number one brother robert stewart uh, has a brother that has gone on to be with the Lord. So please give him a call, encourage him, and also, most importantly, keep him in your prayers. Now, the, the gentleman is not a brother, he's not a member of this church. Uh, but I think he lives somewhere in Baton Rouge area but Robert Stewart is a member here so we mourn with those who mourn and we rejoice with those who rejoice amen also I want to congratulate those of you who are getting married uh, who got married it's always a joy to hear all this report so we're grateful we've had two weddings in our church and we thank God for everybody it's a blessing to see more growth in the area of marriage not death amen so we congratulate you. Both couples, and we encourage you to stay with the Lord, serving the Lord. Pay. All minds clear? All right, let's do a congregational song. Uh, Pastor Shirley, will you please come up and lead us? Or will you? Will you? Amen. Come on, give our hand. high microphone. Let me ask all of you to stand. This is a cold day. I see many of you with your sweater. So we want all of you to warm up and sing and open your voice unto the Lord and let God know that you are present
7: at the church
8: this morning.
7: once was lost
8: a song and every now and then it's a blessing to know that some of you still remember some of you you're lip singing as a fact but I'm glad that the musicians know how to hang and if they don't, I know my homegirl, Sister Thomas, won't forget this thing. Long ago, we used to have church. I don't always enjoy every aspect of it. Because back then, we stayed in church like six hours. uh uh-huh. hmm Amen. and we will sing and shout and then they tell us to go to the basement and then we eat it's always chicken I don't understand that part Uh, sometimes we wonder if that's just half time or or whatever it is but we'll go eat some chicken and come back after the devil again. And I tell you, we had a great time. I won't trade that for nothing. I see some of you laughing, but but back then, it's a crime to laugh in the church. So, don't stop laughing now. Thank God for freedom. But back then, if you you laugh, Grandma will paint you yes, sir. Yes, sir. and depending on which grammar you're sitting next to some of them will paint you and twist it now I understand the pinch, pinching part of it but the twisting I think that's the devil
6: <laughs>
8: But they, they will let you know this is the house of God you don't, you don't play around here but I tell you, kept us out of trouble. Amen. I had zero criminal record because of those pinching and twisting. It really helped. Amen. Some of it I didn't understand, but you just played to, to leave. And every now and then we will finish. Six hours later, and then they said, We're going to sister church. So we go to another church. Now, me, now I don't even like the brother church. <laughs> so, <coughs> but we walked in obedience. Obedience brought blessing. So I look back, and every now and then when my children say, why we have to go to another church? I say, shut up. You better be glad <laughs> that you spend only one hour or two. <laughs> so, so church won't hurt. We thank God for the opportunity to serve God. If you have your Bible with you, please open to Matthew chapter 1. Thank you, young people, for your singing. We are so proud of you. Your number is impressive. You're well-dressed. And thank you for our shaperon and all of you parents that are helping us with these young people. Believe me when I tell you, serving God pays. You'll never lose being in the house of God. I was somewhere yesterday and. They were talking about one of my members, Brother Brown, and they say a lot of good things about him. He's in the business of selling cars. I just I've, you all know me. I was just asking questions. I said, when are we going to have some black dealership around here? You see? That's where I started the mess. Yeah. I'm guilty. And then they turn around and mentioned my own member. They were telling me how he works a hixing, how he works a walker, and they'll go on and on. And then I was I was quick to add, add to the I say, and he's a church man. Church is good for you. Never let nobody talk you out of church. Church is good for you. I'm proud to say I'm a church boy. And I will go to my grave, serving the Lord. Amen. Amen somebody, Amen. Matthew chapter one, verse number twenty. The Bible said, "But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream." The angel said to him Now you know who we're talking about Joseph Thou son of David Fear not Go ahead and take your wife Mary For that which is conceived in her Is of the Holy Spirit Grass wither Flowers fade, but the word of God will stand forever. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Father and our God, we are grateful for another day's journey. Thank you for this season of Christmas. And thank you that we are still alive. Thank you for watching over us. Holy Spirit we pray For the healing of our body Anyone that is dealing with Any infirmity Anyone that is dealing with Any Virus Any form of illness Lord I thank you That by your strife we are healed We ask that you touch us this day Not just us, but everyone connected with us. As we get ready to celebrate Christmas, Lord, I pray that this will not be our last one. I pray for long life. I pray, oh God, that you will continue to grant us your grace and your mercy. Somebody here is in search of an answer to a question. Holy Spirit, we pray that you will glorify yourself in this place. Lord, we thank you that questions will be answered. We thank you that needs will be met. We thank you that your name will be magnified. Help our hearing help our understanding, and bless your people. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want to talk with you for a few minutes on a very simple subject, yet by permission of the Holy Spirit, I've been commissioned to preach this sermon. Today I'm not going to try to impress you, but I believe the Lord has a word for us. And his Holy Spirit is in our midst. We have given, we have prayed, we've sung, we've fellowship. Now we need a word from God. And the topic is titled, God of a New Beginning. Our God is a God of a New Beginning. For those of you that have been following our ministry, we have been giving you a series of messages for Christmas. And the first time I came to you this month, I talked to you about the need for you not to fear. Because throughout the season of Christmas, God said, fear not. Then the following Sunday, I shared with you about the importance of angelic ministry. In your life, in my life, there were a lot of angels involved during the birth of Jesus Christ. So I submitted to you prayerfully, that you make sure you don't lose your angels. Let them work for you. Don't ignore them. They're here to be a blessing and not a curse. Today, the focus will be on relationship. Some of you are in relationship. Some of you are contemplating getting into relationship. One of the beauty of Christmas is that you will see that there is the story of the relationship between Mary and Joseph. So Christmas is not just about jingle bells. It's not just about a little baby. The truth be told, you cannot accurately tell the story of Christmas without talking about the relationship between Joseph and Mary. In fact, I'll be honest with you, I've never heard anybody preach on this aspect of the Bible. They always show us the flashy stuff and the baby and the lights. But the Christmas story will be incomplete without the relationship between Mary and Joseph. The Bible said Mary was betrothed to Joseph don't preach about that, but it's in your Bible. That were betrothed some translation college, they were boyfriend and girlfriend. Some translation said they were engaged to be married to one another. And then, of course, the ranger of the Lord. Help Joseph to understand what is going on. The angel said to him, fear not. Don't hesitate to take your wife. So while we describe it as an engagement, while some call it they were betrothed together, while some call it they were just boyfriend and girlfriend, the angel said, take your wife. Where, well, for me as a theologian, is good news. Because that means whether you're here this morning and you're single, the story of Christmas covers you because Mary was single. Whether you're here this morning and you have a boyfriend or you have a girlfriend, I see you are covered in the story. And whether you're here this morning, you say, Well, Pastor, I got me a ring. I am engaged. What pastor is going to be sharing this morning covers you. And whether you're already married, that's why the angel said, Take your wife. This message covers you also. So whether you're a wife whether you're a husband, or whether you're a parent, believe me when I tell you, you need to pay attention because you believe in God that your children or your children's children, one day, that they will be able to get married. Am I right about it? So you need to know what God said concerning situations like this. So that when somebody asks you, your children, your children's children, how about this? Then you will have an answer for them. Amen, somebody. The Bible said that Mary and Joseph had a relationship. And the Bible also acknowledged that that relationship had some problems and many of you may be here today and there are issues in your relationship the good news is that the problem that mary and joseph was dealing with was resolved at the end of the story and i'm believing god that whatever the devil is trying to do in your relationship in my relationship that god in heaven through His Holy Spirit, will get the problem resolved. Amen. Open your mouth, shout, Amen. "Amen!" Because the truth be told, as many of us are, are in relationship, if we're going to tell the truth, sometimes it's rocking. Sometimes there are challenges. But the Lord sent me this morning to encourage you as I'm encouraging my own self in the Lord. Let me please warn you before I go forward don't pretend that you're all right. (laughs) Because church folks have learned to wear a facade, a mask. They walk around with, oh, We are doing so well where God sees everything. God knows everything. God is all powerful. So if you're going to get help from God, the first base is for you to acknowledge that you need help. So don't, miss, don't waste your guys coming to the house of the Lord and you go home empty because of your pretending spirit. I no shame in my game. I know I'm in a relationship and I know I've had challenges in my relationship. That's how you get blessed. I know what it is. To be hurt. And I know what it is to be wounded. I know what it is to be misunderstood. But when you come before God. You got to be straight. Amen somebody. I also know what it is to be blessed. In a relationship. So we need to learn the truth. And the truth is that all of us, from the pulpit to the pews, we all need a tune up. Yes, <laughs> <Yes, sir. laughs> Hallelujah. You know, you go, to, you go to the dealership, you go to the mechanic, and they give your automobile a tune up yes, so it can run better yes, and run more effective. So that's what the Holy Spirit is sending me to do this morning. Because too many marriages, too many relationships fail. Even in the body of Christ. Because they run the automobile for years and years with no tune-up. Eventually, you're going to run that car to the ground you need to change the oil <laughs> and change the filter <laughs> and add more into it. The same thing in a relationship. Joseph was upset when he found out that his fiancée, his wife, girlfriend, whatever you want to call it, when he found out that sister girl is pregnant. And he knew That baby ain't mine. Houston, we got problems. So when I tell you there are problems in relationship, (laughs) now I just told you what their own problem was. Now, your own problem may be different from that of Joseph and Mary. But a problem is a problem is a problem. All minds clear. clear. So now you know exactly what my assignment is. So by permission of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to give you 12 wisdom keys. A key is what you use to open a door that is closed. And I'm expecting you to go home and use these keys in your relationship. You don't need to be putting up the devil, whooping you all year round. And you don't need to be pretending that you're all right when you're not. So one of these keys or some of these keys will help you and me to have a beautiful relationship. Amen. Amen. So, whether you're single or whether you are hopeful, mm-hmm. whether you're boyfriend and girlfriend, whether you're engaged, whether you are married, whether you're parents, all of us are affected by the word of God. Please notice in the situation of Mary and Joseph, the first thing I want you to take note is that it was God who led Mary to Joseph. I can stop there and preach to you all day because how do I know it's God? In the process of time, you would notice that Joseph was the perfect person to handle this kind of problem. Because God sent him a message. Like many of us here, God has been sending you and me messages. But we are stubborn. So it takes the right kind of person. So God has seen ahead of time and who could Mary with Joseph. So that when God talked to him, he listened to God. And then not only did he listen to God, he obeyed God concerning his wife. And not only did he obey God, he cooperated with the Holy Spirit. See, that young lady was impregnated by the Holy Spirit. Joseph had to cooperate. The Holy Spirit is a spirit man. Yes, that's it. Joseph is a human. Yes, there are some things that God expects humans to do. Yes, and he was there he cooperated with the Holy Spirit. So if you're single or you believe in God for a spouse, the first wisdom key right. is to trust God. Trust God for what? To lead you to the right person. If you make the mistake of marrying somebody that God didn't lead you to, you're already finished. Wisdom key number one, trust God to lead you to that man. Trust God to lead you to that woman. Why is that important? The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse number 5 and 6, it said, Trust the Lord with all your heart. That's right, brother. Don't lean to your own understanding. Your understanding will mess you up. In all your ways, verse 6 says, acknowledge God. And God will direct your path. He will lead you to the right man. He will lead you to the right woman. Wisdom key number one. Got to trust God. Don't say because he has Jericho. That will mess you up. Don't say, Reb, you just don't understand. It's got biceps and triceps. He will use that to beat the devil out of you. (laughs) Wisdom key number two. Make sure you marry someone who truly loves you and values you. If you're going to marry anybody, look for somebody. Notice I didn't say whether it's beautiful or ugly. You're looking at the wrong thing now. Look for someone who loves you and values you. Too many people are hooked up with people that really don't care for them. They only care for your body. And there are some who will tell you, I love you. Oh, I'm going to preach today. You know I'm free. Fear in ministry, God removed that from my life. You see, you see as my Father sent me, so I'm sending you. Be free it say exalt rebuke correct you saying then i'm with you always <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> look for somebody who truly cares for you who value you as a person be careful that you don't get stuck with somebody who loves only what you have that's wisdom number two. Another wisdom key is to make sure you never marry anyone who is marrying you for your money, who is marrying you for your property or your position or your influence. So that take care of all these, these stupid talks. What kind of car you drive We work workout where look for a BMW no you need a God saint man yes, I know many people with BMW yes, I mean not the automobile black man working yeah you got somebody working all right. But it's nothing but hell. So stay away from somebody who loves you because of your job, because of your property, because of what you have, because of your position, because of your influence. Especially if God has blessed you. I never will forget I had a a member here. She was very, very honest with me, you know, she was a big shot over there at Procter Gamble. Now she's retired. The Lord bless her. And I I preached this to her. I said, sister, this is the problem here. Always look for somebody. There are some of you, the Lord has blessed you. And not everybody that show up and say, I do. Do, do. Yes, I said it. (laughs) For all my wife members, that's Ebonics, you know. Always make sure that they are not in your life because of what you got. Wisdom key number four be ready to love that man, that woman unconditionally and be ready to forgive him or her continually. Many of you, your relationship is wobbling because you still keep record what happened in the 90s. You have a whole file In your head. And God cannot bless that head. Because it's full of junk. We had a good Christmas. Because Joseph. Was willing to look over. To look beyond. You got to be willing. To love that man. Unconditionally. Even now, you'll be looking for man all your life. Because none of them is perfect. Sometimes I've been counseling for 26 years. Sometimes I just want to walk in and tell everybody, shut up and leave my office. Here you are, you're complaining. The person who's going to counsel you is all messed up too. Everybody is messed up. Nothing but the grace of God. you got to be willing to love. After all, you choose him. You choose that woman. You choose her. You choose him. At least you ought to respect your own self. The Bible said in Matthew chapter 6, Verse 15, if you don't forgive those that wrong you, your God will not forgive you also. That's tough talk. I don't know about you, I want God to forgive me. Amen. So every time people wrong me, I got to let go and let go. I want to be able to go to bed at night and sleep like a baby. <laughs> I want my Father in Heaven to forgive me when I do wrong. Wisdom key number five. You see, I'm taking my time this morning. Sir. Be committed to the fulfillment And the satisfaction of your spouse. Not only your own satisfaction. You have to be committed from the day both of you say I do. You you have to be fully persuaded that I will do everything to make this woman or to make this man satisfied. When I take care of all these American mess. Right. I put him in doghouse. No, you, you need to be. <laughs> oh Jesus! Hey. <laughs> hey. I'm glad. I'm glad you question me, sir. You know there was a, there was one sister now, uh, and she came to me, pastor. I'm out. I said, okay, let's talk about it. Why are you out? He said, he, he cheated on me. I said, okay, the, the Bible has something to say about that. Uh, let, let's get together. And the first thing I discovered, the lawyer in me, you know, I'm not just a preacher. I asked, how do you know he cheated on you? He said, I feel it in my head. I I said, maybe English is my second language. Let's rewind. How did he cheat on you? He said, in my head. In my head. Where I said, by permission of the Holy Spirit, your head is messed up. That's what we need to work on. You have to be careful that you don't allow the devil. The devil is a spirit being now, but he cannot operate on earth unless somebody permits him. Don't let him ride in your car. Don't let him ride in your mind. Life is too short to be playing game. You know you must be crazy when you write a comment on Facebook and then you like your own comment. The mind mind is messed up. I'm trying to help somebody. Commit yourself to be a blessing to your partner. Commit yourself to make sure your partner is fulfilled. Your partner is satisfied. But a spirit of selfishness, if it's all about what you can get out of it, you can mess up your own self. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 7 verse 6, Fifteen. The reason why I give you scripture is for you to know these wisdom keys are not just fancy thought of your pastor. Yes, right. the word, the word, the word. Yes. It's grounded in the word of God. Yes. I'm living on it. Yes. Been married 37 years. It's not always easy. Yes, right. But there are principles. Yes. There are keys That you can use, that you can help your children and your grandchildren or your co worker, or you may need it for your own self. It's about giving, it's about giving. And the Bible says, When you give, you shall receive. If you're not receiving, you need to check your giving. Yes, I'm not the kind of pastor you call where well, he never do anything for me, because I will ask you, what have you done for him? Because I know how God works. If you give, it shall not it may it shall be given to you, good measure. Press down, shake it together. Your cup will be running over. Men and women giving unto you, but he said, "With the same measure that you give." Uh-huh. That's the problem right there. He's getting mighty quiet now. If we cannot get you to do nothing. And you're walking around telling my woman, don't do nothing for me. What did you do for your woman? What have you done for me lately? <laughs>
6: it's
8: good to be free. <laughs> it is good to be free. If you don't believe me when the Bible says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 17, he said, Do unto others as you will like for others to do unto you. Then keep reading. The Bible says, This is the law, and this is the prophet. You know, the brother is well employed. You know he's making money but you're not getting nothing out of it. So look in the mirror first. And if the devil is messing with your relationship, we can cast that devil out in the precious name of Jesus. Wisdom key number six. You got to maintain Trust in your relationship at all costs. Many of you are struggling right now in your relationship because you don't trust your partner. Joseph was put in a situation that he had to trust his partner. That woman is saying to him, yes, I know it don't make sense. I know my stomachs be. Yes, yes, I know what you are thinking, yes, but trust me, yes, I've never been with any man. Lord. You will never make it in relationship. I'm talking real Christmas now. Yes, this is more than jingle bells. Yes, sir you got to learn to trust your partner. Some of you, you refuse to trust. That's why you have a secret account with your mama. Hey, don't turn me up. You know God sent me here. Well, you can say, oh, you are I'm going to trust all that but I verify. You're going to be verify your own self. <laughs> now the person you're supposed to love now you've been turned to an investigator. And then you wonder why the blessings don't flow. God would never be a part of any mess. You got to trust that woman. You got to trust that man at all costs. It costs to trust somebody. You cannot even be a good Christian unless you learn to trust God. I wish I could sit down with you and tell you how many times my back It's against the wall. And my own family will ask me, How are we going to make it? I say, I trust God. I trust God. I trust God. Do you know that people do better just to know that you trust them? That's right. That's right. Even on my job, there are things that I have no clue what I'm doing. Yes, I said it. Because it's the truth. Even in pastoral work, there are things that I don't know what to do. But because God is counting on me, I'll stay up all night trying to figure it out. When people know that you trust them, they'll work their heads off. Not to prove you wrong. Maintain trust in your relationship at all costs. Do you know what the Bible says about this subject? The Bible says in Genesis chapter 2 verse 25 He said the man and the woman were in the garden and they were naked. I'm not talking about butt naked. Because I know your mind is spinning I say huh? That's in the Bible. (laughs) Genesis chapter 2 verse 25. He said both of them, they were in the garden of Eden. They're talking about husband and wife. Adam and Eve. They were in the garden. They were naked. And the Bible says something very profound. Don't miss it. They were not ashamed. You know what the word of God is talking about? To be naked to your spouse means you don't have no secret. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Transparent, yes, God bless you. Yes, and when you are transparent, yes, God said, yes, these are not my words. God said, yes. your marriage yes, will work. Yes, you will never be ashamed. Yes, the reason why we are struggling needlessly, And yet we say we believe God. We are on our way to heaven. And yet there is no fruit of the spirit. Because you are in a relationship where there is no trust. This is a deliverance service. Merry Christmas. Somebody needs to teach the word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says both of them, because they were naked to each other, they were never ashamed. My prayer for you, when the Lord send the right man, when the Lord send the right woman to you again, God will make sure that you will never be ashamed. Remember these keys. It's not over. We all have made all kinds of stupid mistakes. But this is going to be a new year where we can begin again. Remember what we are talking about. God of a new beginning. Your pastor is talking futuristically, prophetically, saying, Wherever you are right now is not the ending. God will open more doors. God will grant you the desires of your heart. But I'm preparing you how you're going to handle yourself. How you're going to protect your miracle so that the devil don't come back and clean out. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 24 says, if you want a friend, you've got to learn to show your own self friendly. You want a good husband? Learn to be a good wife. Work on you. You want a good wife? Hey, brother. Learn to be a good husband. Work on you. Number seven, key wisdom key number seven. The I will suggest to you learn to lubricate your relationship with joy and merriment. See any machine. Needs lubrication. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. It is very very important. That you know the Bible said. A merry heart. Yes, do it good. Is yes, like a medicine. Yes, That's Proverbs 17. Yes, verse 22. Learn to lubricate. Right. Bring some joy. Yeah. Bring some merriment. Right. I remember the other day I was in Texas somewhere and it was dinner time. And I, I'm used to coming home and there's dinner waiting for me. No, I said to my wife, No, no cooking. So let's go out. Where are we going? I said, I don't know. But we'll find somewhere. And we saw the big restaurant. Uh, My wife said, This is too expensive. I said, Don't worry about it. I said, We're going in. I have to admit, when I see the bill, I should have listened to (laughs) it. glory. I didn't preach myself happy. And sure enough we work pain. I just want, I just want to be a blessing to her. Lubricate, lubricate your, your marriage, your relationship with merriment, with joy. And sure enough they were, I mean, if you blink your eyes, somebody jump. Yes, sir. So, and bless God, by the time they send me the bill for two, 600 plus, I say, oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Where is the exit door? <laughs> My wife was so upset about it. I said, baby, you deserve it. Even much more than that. <laughs> lubricate, lubricate. Create joy, excitement in your relationship. Amen, somebody. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. Some people they create pain. You're dating somebody for for four or five years now, and you are off and on. Off and on, and you get back, and then, then you dump him again, and then you get back again, dumping. What man's going to take you home? How is that man going to introduce you to the parents? Hello, mom and dad. See the mistake I've never learned from. Create joy. And nobody shouting today. <laughs> Wisdom key number 8. Whenever there is a problem, learn to handle your misunderstanding immediately. When did I say immediately? If your relationship is going to be successful, know there will be misunderstanding. Yes, because you are raised in different homes, you're raised with different values, different culture, different mom and dad. There's got to be some misunderstanding yes, sometimes. But when misunderstanding occurs, yes, attend to it immediately. Yes, why is that important? Notice Mary did not wait until her stomach is the moment she knows that the Holy Spirit had been with her, she told her her husband. So let's deal with this. Sometimes the enemy will cause you to wait on the problem. And then the problem will go grow bigger. You have to learn. You know what the Bible says about this? It's amazing. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26. He said, be angry, but sin not. Then he goes on to say, Don't let the sun go down on your right. Some of you, you stay away from each other for days, for weeks, for months. And then you allow the enemy to incubate and develop the problem further because you fail to attend to it. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27 says, Give no place. To the devil. Misunderstanding may come. But immediately. Attend to it. When you don't handle. Your misunderstanding. When you don't deal with it. You will give place. To the devil. Wisdom key number nine. Avoid over-involvement of third parties. Can you imagine if Joseph, when he found out the home girl is pregnant and then he got on Facebook. You won't believe what happened to you. That I heaven I thought <laughs> she's a good. Now you're running your mouth, you're telling the whole world your business. Be careful that you don't destroy your own miracle. Follow me as I follow Christ. When was the last time you see me put my own business on the Facebook When was the last time? I sit down all my children. Sit down and shut up. Amen. I'm fixing to bless you. And I'm not going to wait until I'm on my deathbed. Yes. If you want to go somewhere in your life, better cut all this mess up. Yes, sir. If you have a problem, take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Here you and your husband, you're fighting. Then you go on Facebook where well, you don't know what that blank, blank, blank. And, and then you pick up the phone, you call Ray Ray, and Ray Ray is just as messed up as you are. Be careful that you don't over-involve. The Bible said this in in Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. Oh, I got to hurry up. Maybe I'll tell you one more and let you go. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. You know what the Bible said? The Bible said, so shall a man leave his father, leave his mother, and cleave until so one and the two of them shall become one you will never be able to cleave until you leave that's right sister that's right sister god is not just telling a tale he knows what you need to succeed in your relationship One more thing. I was trying to go all the way to 12. Maybe you have to come back at 10 o'clock. The Bible. (laughs) The last one is about your finance. What did I say it's about? You don't want to have a relationship that you allow the devil to destroy because both of you are broke. You know me. I happen to know the system. I'm a part of. It. As a lawyer, I can tell you the number one reason of every defeat in relationship. In that courthouse, if you don't believe me, go to the clerk of court. Is economics. It's not even sex. It's not even communication. It's economics. Both of them broke, and the devil will make sure you can't pay your bill, you can't function. I see you, dog. So, <laughs> so here's the secret. Now let you go. Everything God give you has two things in it. How many things? Number one, every blessing from God has bread in it. And number two, every blessing of God has seed in it. The problem, ladies and gentlemen, is when you are unable to distinguish which one is bread, which one is seed. Let me talk to black folks. My white member, you're good now. Just just watch the show. The reason why we are struggling needlessly, we're eating the bread and the seed. I'm trying to help somebody now. Ladies and gentlemen, God gives you bread for today. For now. So you won't starve. A dead man cannot praise God. A dead man cannot serve God. So God will give you bread for today. Israel was struggling. They were hungry. They were in the wilderness. They were in the desert. They cried out to God. And God said bread. Hamburger was dropping from the sky. God does not expect them. To preserve it. In fact he told them. He said you must eat it today. Give us. This day. Our daily bread. Ladies and gentlemen. But. The seed is not supposed to be consumed today. The seed is to protect you in the future. God dug it. If you eat the bread and you eat the seed, when the future comes, when it's evening time of your life, you will struggle. And the attitude I see in my people, where well, I don't know it was coming before me. I enjoy my own self today. And then you eat the bread and you eat the seed. And then when you die, I have to pass the heart to raise money to bury your heart. I got to stop. Thank you, man. Everybody stand to your feet. Lord, we thank you. Holy Spirit will bless your name. Thank you for the opportunity to hear the gospel. Everybody ref- repeat after the pastor, Father God, Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. I receive it, I receive it by, faith. by faith. Today, Today in, the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I receive the grace, I receive the grace to, have a to have a relationship that is of quality. That is of quality. I pray this prayer, is prayer. Not, just on me, not just on me but on my children my, children. my children's children, children's children. Every, seed, every seed in my life in, my life. in, Jesus, in Jesus name, Jesus name. Amen. 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 amen amen and amen I want to thank you for your willingness to study the word of God with me I wish every one of you a merry, merry Christmas. If God can do it for Mary and Joseph, he can do it for you and me. Lift your hands towards heaven. If you are here today and you want to be a part of Zion Hill Church, after this benediction, I ask that you come forward. My wife and I will receive you as member of this church this is a place where you will learn the word of God God told me feed my sheep I don't take that lightly this is a place where you can use your gift your talent for the glory of God so come forward after the benediction and now may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ the love of God the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit. I pray that he will rest upon you. I pray that he will dwell in you. I pray that he will lead you and guide you for the rest of your life. It is so. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you.